Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Pretty Patrice. How are you? Good morning, Pretty Patrice. I'm doing well. How are you? Wonderful. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Morning, welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Yes, he is. He is good all the time. God bless you, honey. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. It's, good morning. It's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Susie. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too. Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Hi, Brother. Hi, hi, Patrice. Good morning. Good morning. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Triumphant Thursday. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Same to you. Have a great day. You too, thanks. Thank you. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Victory family. It's Rochelle. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Thursday to you too. And this beautiful Thursday that the Lord has let us see. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday, Sister Tracy. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Is anyone else joining? Go ahead. Hi. Good morning. This is Tara. Good morning, Tara. Does anyone else join the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? This beautiful morning that the Lord is ready to see. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Good morning, Dondria. Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? 
is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning on this beautiful Thursday morning? Good morning. Good God's morning. It's Barbara Adelodi. Good morning, Barbara Adelodi. Gonna be hot today out here. It feels a little cooler. I think we got a bit of a break. Coming. Hope so. Hope so. <laughs> yes, Lord. Please, Jesus. <laughs> Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Anyone else join the call? Anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Okay, well, before we get started, is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? And if not, please check to make sure that your phones are on mute so we can proceed. And hello again, my name is Susie, and I am your hostess, and thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in July for the monthly theme entitled is Wisdom on our Wonderful and Gifted Declares will definitely bless you. There are two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature, by Peter Sazero. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m., Pacific Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. You will be blessed. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. We thank you in advance for your gift. Please visit declarevictory.org or paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory and that is declarevictory.org or paypal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory we pray many blessings 
by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests submitted on the app, nor no spoken prayer requests. The order of the call this morning is Prayer and Corporate Praise will be brought by Diane. The Declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the Declare Angela. And I repeat that. The Prayer and Corporate Praise will be brought by Diane. The Declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the Declare Angela. The scripture for today is from 1 Corinthians 1.25. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom. The weakness of God is stronger than human strength. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Diane. God bless you all. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you this morning, pouring out my heart to you, O God. For you, Lord God, are Jehovah. Lord God, you are Jehovah Raha, God, my shepherd. I lack nothing, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, that you lead me into green pastures this morning. God, I bless your name, for you are my strong tower. Make their eyes, God, my refuge, oh God. I can run to you and be saved in the secret place. God, I bless your name, for you are a consuming fire. You are a jealous God. So God, I praise you this morning that my allegiance is unto you, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for being El Roy, the God who sees all. You know all about me, everything about me. There is nothing hidden from your sight, oh God. You said we're all naked and bare before you. We all have unveiled faces, oh God. God, thank you for your word, Lord God, this morning. I give you praise and honor, Lord God. I thank you this morning, Spirit of the living God. God, you who are alive, real, and active in the lives of your people this morning, oh God. So God, I give you praise just for who you are. If there be anything, oh God, any sin, oh God, that have not been confessed in me, Lord God, I want you to take it out right now, oh God. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, and I come before you asking for forgiveness for anything that displeases you and me, anything that brings a stench to your nostril, oh God. Remove it from me, oh God. I 
repent from our ways, oh God, turning towards you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you this morning. Oh, Lord, our God, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You set your glory above the heavens, oh God. In you, oh Lord, lies the hidden treasure of wisdom and knowledge, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I give you praise this morning, Lord God. I come before you, God, asking, Lord God, for healing, Lord God, and those who are dealing with coronavirus, those who are dealing with sickness in their body, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Jeanette Pope. Tracy Reed, Catherine Jordan, Lonnie Jordan, Sean Hayes, and God, I thank you this morning that you are Jehovah Rapha, the God who brings healing to our mind, body, and spirit. God, I bless your name for that. I bless you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Let the news of your healing power, oh Lord, be like a ripple effect, causing all those near and far to come so that they may be healed, oh God, to come to you with a bow down head and bow down heart, oh God, that they may be healed in their body from the crowns of their head to the soles of their feet. God, I give you praise this morning. I lift up our president to you this morning, oh God. I'm seeking you, God, that you give him discernment, Lord God. Seeking you, Lord God, that you give him understanding and knowledge, Lord God. God, just as you did Saul, Lord God. Saul didn't know you, Lord God, but you put him in place because that's what the people wanted. You gave the people what they asked for. You gave the people the kind of the kind of king that they asked for, oh God. And God, we're in the same predicament, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you take control of over him, oh God. God, but you're in control of everything, oh God. So God, have us, let us be patient and wait on you, oh God. For you, Lord God, hold all power in your hand. You are omnipotent. You hold all knowledge, Lord God. You're omniscient. And you are God that's everywhere. There's no place we can go from your presence. So God, I bless your name this morning, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. God, that you are consuming fire. God, I thank you that you are the almighty God, and there is none stronger than you. There is none bigger than you. There is none that can compare to you, but you are lotioned the unchanging God. God, do the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So, God, I give you praise this morning, oh God. I thank you, Lord God. Restore the help of those who are sick and shutting and those who are in the hospital for coronavirus and those who are in the hospital for other things going on in their body, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, you said, Lord God, if your people who are called by your name will humble themselves and pray, will seek your face and turn from their wicked way, you said, and then, and then you will heal our land and you, you will hear from heaven and heal our land. So God, I thank you this morning that you are in charge. 
I thank you this morning that there's none like you, Lord God. None can compare to you. You are the transcendent God. God, you're way above us. Oh, God, our thoughts are not your thoughts. Our ways are not your ways, God. God, we can do nothing without you. We can do nothing without you. We thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides everything that we need. We're not lacking anything, oh, God. So, God, I praise you this morning for your loving hands, Lord God. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, that there's shelter over us, oh God. You said to go into our chambers, Lord God, and close the door and wait until the anger of the Lord passes by. God, I bless your name this morning. God, I thank you, Lord God, just for who you are. For you are God and God all by yourself, oh God. God, I give you praise this morning. I thank you for the manifestation of your wisdom, Lord God, that you give to your people, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for not leaving us to our own understanding, but guiding you, but guiding us, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, for peace of mind, Lord God. I thank you this morning for the health of our family this morning, oh God. God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are the living God. You are the living God. And I praise you this morning. I magnify you this morning, oh God. God, I praise you this morning. Let everyone take their phones off off of mute and praise God for all his goodness, for his love, because he is a good shepherd. He is a good, good father. Hallelujah. Thank you for your name, great 
Thank you, Lord God, for giving me you have no place and we praise you and we right now God we take back our dominion and power, God. We tread up on the kids' head and tell them this is what we're talking about. Father God, we thank you right now. Cover our children right now. Cover those that are out of the name of the Father. You are the Lord. We praise you right now, God. We thank you right now, God. We give you the Lord right now. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same God, I God, we thank you for miracle signs and wonders. We thank you for blessing that flowing like a river, God. We thank you that this will be our blessed time and our best time, God. Oh, we thank you right now, Father God, there's no distance in prayer. So we reach up and grab the things that you have for us, Lord God. Father God, just for today, we take our generous portion on today, God. Not taking too much, but enough, God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, Father, over our prayer. Over the mayor, over the first responders, over the hospitals on this morning, oh God. We thank you right now, God. We give you praise, God. For those that are homeless right now, somebody don't have a place to Thank you for blessing us, God. That nobody on this line will lose anything, not their house, their car, their possessions, oh God. During this pandemic, Father God, the blood of Jesus and say the blood of Jesus is against you. And your name, we thank you. Father God, we give you glory. We magnify you on this morning. And we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you
with everyone. Put your phones back Amen. on. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good people. God bless you on this wonderful Thursday morning. I want to thank Susie and Diane for the beautiful greeting, and thank you, Lord, for that sweet prayer and praise that went up before you. I do want to ask everyone again to please double check, triple check your phone and make sure that you are on mute so that we can um, hear from the Lord um, without interruption on this morning. And uh, this morning I'm, I'm kind of multitasking to excuse the background noise. I am taking my son to work. So um, God bless you all. So let us, uh, we're talking about wisdom this time. Um, let us go before the throne, Father. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Thank you, Lord, Father. Thank you, God. Use me as your vessel. Have your way, Jesus. Allow my lips to only say what you have said. Father, I honor you. I praise you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the heart and the soil of the hearts of your people hear the word and fall on good ground and to be able to be used in their lives today and furthermore. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, what a wonderful month of wisdom so far. Um, thank God for it. We have to have it. Um, we can all attest to in our lives when we have um, used wisdom, missed it, needed more, um, asked for more, and actually got more wisdom. So as we go over this today, you may hear some scriptures that you've heard um, throughout this month thus far. Um, but amen. Three things I want to bring out. Uh, number one, wisdom in obedience. Uh, number two, wisdom is seen or not seen. And number three, wisdom in action. Amen. So let's start with Proverbs 4 and 7. And it says, wisdom is the most valuable commodity, so buy it. Revelation knowledge is what you need, so invest in it. And that is the Passion Translation, Proverbs 4 and 7, the Passion Translation. Wisdom is the most valuable commodity. It's the most valuable commodity, so buy it. Revelation knowledge is what you need, so invest in it. So we need to buy wisdom and invest in it. Amen. The beginning of wisdom is get wisdom, skillful and godly wisdom, for skillful and godly wisdom is the principal thing. And with all you have gotten, get understanding, discernment, comprehension, interpretation. That is the Amplified Version. And we are going to talk about the word principle real quick. Because in the Amplified Version, it, uses, it is the principal thing. Principle, a truth that serves 
as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior. The beginning, first fruit, first, chief, of utter importance, unable, you are unable to be successful without it. So when something is principle, it is very, very, very important. So what are some of the things wisdom can do? We've learned from the word of God that wisdom will allow you to be skillful. How to go out and how to come in. How to invest and produce in character, in conduct, in your community, in yourself. Wisdom and how to entreat the Lord. Wisdom in prayer. Wisdom in discretion. Wisdom in getting God things revealed. There's wisdom in um, knowing how to identify skilled people and even in problem solving. So wisdom is multifaceted. There's so uh, many ways we can use and um, so many ways we can use wisdom and so many ways that we can benefit from it. So wisdom is not an option. Wisdom is not an option. It is not an option. It's a must. It's a have to. It's a can't do uh, without. Proverbs, let's, let's take a look at Proverbs 1 and 2. So this says that people may know skillful and godly wisdom and instruction discern and comprehend the words of understanding and insight, okay? So here are some other, these are more just words, or I would say some traits, um, and you can label them however you want to label them about wisdom. Wisdom brings about, and I'm going to talk about this word um, in just a bit, in just a couple minutes, this word salt. Wisdom, um, wisdom is salt. Wisdom is a hearing ear. So, and as I go through these, please, please apply these to um, do a self check. It's good to always do a self check, not a self abuse, not a constant putting yourself down of what I didn't do, should have did, could have did, but a self check, a self assessment. And it's okay to say, you know, how could I have done something different? Where could I have applied greater wisdom? Okay, so salt, hearing ear. Wisdom is effective in any environment. Wisdom has unrestrained grace. When you carry grace, you carry wisdom. Wisdom is forgiving. Wisdom is a builder. Wisdom builds people. Wisdom builds yourself. Wisdom carries a sweet aroma. Okay? Wisdom is a go-to. 
you will, we all know someone with greater wisdom than we have or wisdom. Let's just say wisdom in a, uh, let's just say a different department, wisdom in certain circumstances. We have people that are a go-to. Wisdom will cause you to be a go-to, okay? Um, wisdom is entreating. Wisdom is reliable. And wisdom is a promise keeper and a word keeper. Wisdom, okay? So now I'm just going to briefly talk about the lack of of it. Here are some things when we lack wisdom in any area of our lives, any area. Here are some things. Again, take these words and apply them. Uh, lack of discernment. Lack of discernment is a lack of wisdom. When you have a lack of wisdom, you have a great lack of discernment. Um, a lack of wisdom, excuse me, being without understanding, not getting an understanding. A lack of wisdom is dullness, lacks spiritual knowledge, lacks the knowledge of how to go out and how to come in. Uh, the lack of wisdom is shown by full being full of excuses. Now, I know we all, and if we do not know anyone, just keep living. <laughs> If we, we know folks that is full of excuses, oh my goodness, I mean, they got an excuse for being late, they got an excuse for colors that they wear, they got an excuse for if their hair is cut and not cut, got an excuse for everything, lack of wisdom. Lack of wisdom, a person can be manipulative, you lack wisdom. Blaming, blaming. We all know blamers. Lack restitution. Lack of wisdom will not allow you to make your wrongs right. Say that one more time. Say it again. Lack of wisdom will not allow you to make your wrongs right. You will lack restitution. And in Christendom, here we use this scripture, or uh, no, not the scripture. This is a saying that we say, oh, I made it right with God. You um, offended someone. Maybe you cheated someone. Maybe you, you slandered someone, whatever it may be. Maybe you spoke out of whatever our word will be, or oh, I spoke out of character, or I was in my quote-unquote feelings, or whatever it may be. You feel wrong. Wrong, 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 okay? We lack restitution. Oh, I repented before the Lord. Okay, you repented before the Lord, but he also said, um, um, don't bring me none of your gifts. Don't even, I, 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 don't press, don't pass, go and go to my altar. I need you to leave your gift at the altar and I need you to go and make it right. Okay, and a lot of times the people will make that next step and go and make it right with that person, and they'll go and they'll make it right with, oh, you know, please, for sometimes they do it right, and sometimes people don't. Not if I offend you, you know you did. I offended you. I was wrong. I said this wrong with no excuse behind it. I did it. And then 
the lack of that, that's fine. And here's another place where people will lack restitution. Now, everybody that you mentioned that thing to, you need to go to all them folks. If you sat among 20 people, if you, if 50 people heard you, you need to make sure that those people are clear of what you said and what you did about that person. Because what happens is you'll go apologize to that person, but all those 50 people, 10 people, two people still have that picture in their mind that you painted of that person. Full restitution clears out everything. Okay, that was just a little side note. Sorry that I went on that, but that's one of my pet themes. Don't do that. You need to make it clear with everybody. Okay, amen. Lack of wisdom is unreckoning, just will not come together. Just stubborn, just will not. Every way that you have is right. You write about everything. You write about politics. You write about Christendom. You write about education. You are absolutely right about everything, but being very, very wrong. Unreckoning will not have any reconciliation, will not come together, will not um, see eye to eye with anyone, will not agree to disagree and still hold good character, lack of wisdom. Lack of wisdom is flaky, not dependable, always changing. Those are characteristics of a lack of wisdom. Okay, so um, now we are moving into wisdom in obedience. So listen to this in James 3 and 14 and 17. Um, but if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. This wisdom, listen to that, bitter jealousy, selfish ambition in your heart, lying against the truth. This says this wisdom is not that which comes down from above. So those things have a wisdom in them. They have an unjust wisdom. They have a wisdom uh, to cause error. They have wisdom within themselves to accomplish what it is. So if it's jealousy, jealousy has wisdom in it on how to be jealous, how to set things up, how to get people back, all that stuff. So it says this wisdom, is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. So those things have wisdom, but they are not the wisdom you want. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering and without hypocrisy. See that? See that? See that? <laughs> what I talked about, the lack of, here it is right here in James. Okay? Amen. All right. Wisdom and obedience, Colossians 3 and 5. Mortify. Listen to this. This is one we often skip over. And when it when 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 people come to me and ask me questions about if someone can um, please uh, double check your phone, hear a little noise in the background, um, and and they have a question and they're open and they're open to receive. 
um, uh, this is not something that um, I uh, stretch or have a gray area or, or any of that. When it comes to Colossians 3 and 5, listen to what God says. This is what he says. He's not going to tell us something we cannot do. He's not going to tell us to do something that we do not have a free will, that we can make a decision and do what we say we are not going to do. Colossians 3 and 5. He says for us, you, me, mortify, therefore your members. He didn't say pray to me and ask me to mortify him. This says, let me read it again. This says, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. So wisdom in obedience. You have to obey. This is a commanding scripture. This is not a scripture again, that he's saying, I need you to come and pray to me. If you're fornicating, I need you to come and, and, and pray and uh, ask me to take it away. <laughs> no, some of y'all ain't gonna like that, but I'm gonna read the scripture. We're gonna stay with the word, with the word, with the word, Colossians 3 and 5. And I'm not talking about excuses, 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 which comes with a lack of wisdom. Lack of wisdom will bring an excuse of fornication. Lack of wisdom will bring an excuse of inordinate affection. Lack of wisdom will bring excuses for Colossians 3 and 5. It says, mortify, you do it. Well, I was asking the Lord and the Lord got to help me and the Lord know my heart. Colossians 3 and 5 says, you do it. Mortify, 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 mortify. Listen to what mortify means. Self-denial, self-discipline, make dead, live no longer in it. Death to self, dead to sin, crucifying our flesh. This is wisdom in obedience. You will have great success. So let me go over the amplified version of Colossians 3 and 5. It's the amplified version. So kill, deaden, deprive of power. The evil desire lurking in your members, those animal impulses, and all that is earthly in you that is employed in sin. Sexual vice, impurity, sensual appetite, unholy desires, and all greed and covetousness, for that is idolatry. The denying of self and other created things instead of God. Oh, 
So, you mean to tell me, in obedience, Angela, you're saying in obedience, there's wisdom? Yeah. There's wisdom in obedience. Word of God says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Okay, I'm going to move on from there. So, let's talk about wisdom. Wisdom in action. We're going to go into, actually, no, wisdom is seen and not seen. And it's kind of sprinkled also with wisdom in action. So, let's, we're going to do both of those together. So, what does wisdom do? What is wisdom? Wisdom builds sustainable emotional habits through progression. Wisdom seeks to do well and identifies barriers to change. So listen to this proverb and before and and the scriptures before this proverb and under this proverb does tie in with this proverb. But by permission, this proverb can stand alone. And this proverb can be something that you can say to yourself about what you see, okay? Which is Proverbs 24 and 32. And I'm, I'm going to explain it a little more. This is Proverbs 24 and 32 in the Passion Translation. So I considered their lack of wisdom, and I pondered the lessons I could learn from this. Amen. So what do you see? What do you know of? What have you heard? What have you experienced? And what are you watching that you can say this? You're looking at a person who lacks wisdom or you seeing a situation i don't care if it's someone out doing construction they could be doing construction and you're sitting there maybe waiting for i don't know your friend or your daughter to get picked up and and you're just looking at someone do something and build something and you're like wow they're doing that so backwards you know why are they doing this and wasting time or what have you so i considered their lack of wisdom and I pondered the lesson I could learn from this. So we can learn from seeing and not seeing wisdom. Here we go with this again. I jumped ahead a little bit. I'm this way because, because of what? I pondered the lesson. I could learn from this. I'm this way because of what? Which is the experience? What is it? What is the experience? What are you saying that you are this way? What are you saying? I lack wisdom in this area because of a particular experience, because, because of an encounter, because of an event. What is it? What is the source that you may need to deal with? And if you don't deal with it, and you stay in a place of lack of wisdom, you will do yourself a disservice. Here's a question to ask yourself. Again, I pondered the lesson. I could learn from this. 
ask yourself, what is it? If it's a lesson in yourself, if it's a lesson in someone that you saw, what is the lesson? What can you learn? So I considered the lack of wisdom and I pondered the lessons I could learn from this. Okay? So divine wisdom will teach us to reign in life. So can we so we can be the shelter to those who need to learn how so that we can be a refuge. So if we are lacking wisdom and it's shown in our lives, how can we be that example? How can we be that standard? How can we show the world that we are essential. Hmm. Right now, during this virus, and as California, some things are shut down again, the world doesn't see the church as essential. And we can blame it on the devil, and we can blame this, and the devil trying to shut us down. But if we take a look at our progress, if we take a look at our behavior, if we take a look at the standards we've set, if we take a look at our lives, have we shown wisdom? Has the church shown the world that it's the go-to? Or have we had just as many scandals, just as much slander, just as much failure, just as, just as many IRS audits for whatever, lack of paid taxes and, and, and all this stuff. They're not seeing us essential. They don't see the wisdom. They don't see the need. Okay? So this is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. Well, actually, passage is Solomon. And I spoke on this before as we get ready to close. Um, how? You know, how, how does this wisdom come about? We have a very familiar scripture in, in the in scripture um, where we ask, you know, God says to ask him and he will give you, he will give you the wisdom. Just ask. So listen to this on um, our beloved King Solomon, 1 Kings 3 and 9. So give your servant an understanding mind and a hearing heart to judge your people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge and rule this your great people? And it pleased the Lord. He said, oh, Solomon, young man, got that right there? Oh, you got my heart. You got my ear. It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. God said to him, look, look, man, young blood, because you have asked this and have not asked for long life or riches, nor for the lives of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to recognize what is just and right. Behold, I have done as you asked. I have given you a why discerning mind so that no one before you was your equal nor shall any arise after you equal to you so the lord interpreted what he asked 
for as a hearing ear and wisdom. Divine wisdom comes through hearing, and it is utilized to build the kingdom. Build the kingdom. Your life is built to build the kingdom. It is not about us when we are in the army of the Lord. So this wisdom that we must have, that we must apply, that we must search for, that we must know how to go out and come in, this wisdom is not about us. It does not have to be this hard. It doesn't. I've personally made things extremely hard for myself for a lack of wisdom. I just recently tripped and fell for a lack of discernment in wisdom. It doesn't have to be this hard. And listen, listen, listen to this. Those of you who are uh, business owners, those of you who aspire to own businesses, who have products, who have created with inventions, whatever, whatever it is you do in the ways of entrepreneurship, listen, 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 listen. Let's go back to number 10, 1 Kings 3 and 9. Listen, oh, let's go to 11. 1 Kings 3 and 11. God said to him, because you have asked this, and have not asked for long life. Listen, listen, because you have asked this and have not asked for long life or for riches, nor for the lives of your enemies, but you have asked yourself for understanding to recognize what is just and right. So in our businesses, when we ask God for understanding, Lord, how do I write this program? You know who is gonna need my service. When I create this product, how do I do it with your wisdom that is going to solve a problem for someone else? When we entreat God in our businesses to solve a problem, to serve someone, to better someone else's life, when we chase the purpose and not the purse, listen to what God says he will do for us. Behold, I have done all that you ask. It's because you did not ask for long life or for riches or for the lives of your enemies. But you have asked yourself for understanding. How do I do this thing? To recognize what is just and right. How do I entreat people? I need wisdom. I need wisdom in my business. I need wisdom, whatever it is. It could be in childcare. It could be in construction. It could be in nonprofits. It could be feeding the homeless, the poor. You have to get wisdom from God on how to do it. You have to know how to go out and how to come in because it's the lives of people that you are affecting. I don't care if you are the creator of earrings. God knows the person that buys that earring who they are, how it's going to affect them. You don't know how their mind is going to be changed to whatever way they grab that earring. They could be in low self-esteem. It is something external, but you don't know the mind of Christ. So he knows how to reach people. That earring, that young lady could put that earring on and feel like, oh my God, wow, I, I am, wow, I feel a little better. I, something about me changed. 
all because you were obedient, all because you made it the way that the Lord gave you wisdom on making something. This is not about us. This is not an individual thing. We are kingdom builders. We are children of God. We are not to stand shoulder to shoulder with the world. They should be coming to us for wisdom. Wisdom. We don't want to be in this place, as I close again, I'm sorry. We do not want to be in the place where wisdom is not shown. When we stay in places of immorality, unjust, indiscreet, foolishness, fornication, adultery, hatred, we are not advancing the kingdom. We cannot think the characteristics that the Lord is trying to impart and extract from us does not affect the lives of others. We affect lives. We are influencers. We are culture shapers. This is bigger than us. But the lack of wisdom will keep it all about us. It will keep it all about you. It will keep it all about me. So that is why these traits and characteristics must be mortified. We cannot be seen any further in having a lack of wisdom. So in my closing, I'm trying to keep you from a focus of me, my understanding as an individual my life, my emotions, my family, my satisfaction. It's not. Your wisdom needs to be seen in the earth. On each and every seven of the mountains, we are supposed to be at the utmost, the height of wisdom. Woo! So these foolish, unwise, and unwise traits are in the way. He said, mortify. You mortify them. We are to be a blessing in culture and society. We have a need to live in supernatural divine community, straight from the power realm, straight from the realm of God. We want to have salt, good quality, appearance, taste. We don't want to be tasteless, which is foolish, lacking judgment, inappropriate behavior, inappropriate conduct, inappropriate speech, intention to offend, being bland and of no use. When salt becomes foolish, it's useless, no longer effective. No longer. So wisdom in action is discretion, discretion, spirit of God, We take a look at souls and we see where they are going, not where they are right now. And we engage them in where they're going, what they probably cannot see in themselves. Wisdom is building. It's understanding. Wisdom is molding. Wisdom is a good response. We are ambassadors. There's a time to be a soldier and there's time to be an ambassador. And we have to know the difference. We have to have the wisdom and to know when to be a soldier and when to be an ambassador. We know for sure we absolutely need wisdom, again, to shape our culture and society. Amen and amen.
I thank you all for taking the time out of your um, morning to hear the declaration this morning. God bless you all. Um, I, I want to go ahead and open it up to those of you who were not able to say good morning earlier. So please go ahead and take your phones off of mute. And good morning to you all. Good morning. This is Janice. Hi. Good morning, Janice. Good morning. This is Twanita. Hi. Good, good morning, Twanita. Good morning. This is Leisha. Great declaration. Good morning, Leisha. Thank you. Good morning. This is Patsy. Good morning. Did you say Patsy? Yes, I did. Good morning. Hey, good morning. It's Arletha Renee. Great message. Good morning, Arletha Renee. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. This is Mona. That was a beautiful message, Sister Angelo. That was great. Thank you so much. God bless you. Good morning, Mona. Thank you. God bless you. Hey, good morning. It's your sister Demetriana. You um hey. on fire on this here morning. Love you. <laughs> Love you, Demetriana. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. And there was some Juliet. Hi, Sister Juliet. Good morning. Good morning, Angela. This is Rochelle. Great breakdown on wisdom. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. My pleasure, sis. Thank you so much. And if anyone has any questions or comments, please feel free to go ahead and um, go ahead and ask or um, if you have any comments. Good morning, Sister Angela. Declare victory, family. God bless you all this morning. Uh, Sister Angela, you really broke down uh, mortifying the, the, the deeds of the flesh uh, and, and the wisdom piece. Um, it was something uh, you had touched on. And, uh, oh, my goodness, it, it'll come back to me. It got away from me. But um, I, I just want to say thank you for that declaration and and uh, breaking that that mortifying thing because uh, you said uh, ain't no need of us praying for uh, God told us it, you, you said it was a commandment and it, we have to be obedient and mortify uh, this flesh. Uh, you you broke that down for us. Could you go a little deeper into that? Um. Yes. Actually. Yeah. In Colossians 3 and 5, um, and I was making reference to um, people, you know, that are in the areas of uh, Colossians 3 and 5. They, they're, they're, they're still in fornication, um, uncleanness, inordinate affection, all those things. And they'll come before the Lord, oh, Lord, take this away from me. That's opposite of the instruction. 
So, oh, I'm, and then herein lies, oh, I'm still waiting for him to do it. Yeah, you are still waiting because he told you to do it. <laughs> so when God tells us to do something, there are, um, as we all know, there are scriptures where God says, you know, come to me, bring me this. Bring your tithes and offering into the storehouse. Bring this and I'll do this. And there's also things when he says, do this and here's the result. Because he's given us power. We have power over our flesh. He would have never made us so weak that Fleshly desires, and in 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 uh ampli- in the amplified version, uh, breaks it down a little more. Uh, um, it says to kill, to deaden, deprive of power is deprive it of power. How do whatever we have to do to deprive our bodies of power in a way that we don't want it? That's like pulling the plug. If you have a um a fan that you have to plug in. And someone, and that fan is blowing, it's 102 degrees, especially being out here in Sacramento, 102 degrees, let's just say your air conditioner not working, and you're sitting in front of the fan, and someone comes and pulls that plug, you've denied, you've deprived that air condition of power. And that is exactly what we can do to our flesh, because he gave us the same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead, rest in us. And um, and I was making reference to how we can just kind of not really take that to heart and really understand that we have that power. Wisdom in obedience, that's being obedient. He said to kill, deaden, deprive of power, the evil desire lurking in your members. It's lurking in your members. Um, sexual vice, impurity, sensual appetite, unholy desires, and all greed and covetousness, for this is idolatry. So he said for us to crucify, we got to crucify our flesh in that area. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's the part that I was um, really honing in on. Thank you so much. That is so clear. That's real clear. Ah, devil, you can't trick us no more. We got an understanding. Uh Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Sister Angela. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Let me go outside because the baby is coming in. I thank you for that. You, um, you know, I'm so blessed to be at a ministry that teaches. We teach, you know, spiritual warfare, intercessory prayer, biblical counseling, you name it. So when you were talking about the prayer and how you pray, and then like you said, God, take this, take that. I, and listen to prayer, um, you can you can hear it. What are you believing when you're praying? Are you just giving words? Because it's not just the sexual desires, alcohol, the drugs, whatever. It's also how we um, conduct ourselves. You know what I mean? How are you going to ask God yeah. to to, to, to to keep your mouth from cussing or keep your mouth from gossiping, just shut up, basically. Right. And that's really right. what we have to do, right? So yes. keep praying for God to, I'm going to wait. You're going to be waiting because just like yes. you said, he's already given us power to do that. Um, 
my pastor talks all the time about, you know, people pray, Lord, take this desire from alcohol from, if you don't stop praying that prayer and just put the bottle down, I mean, it sounds, I'm not trying to make it light, but really and truly tap into what the word says, get wisdom yes. on what the word says. And not only that, some people uh, piggyback off of other people, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So if you're looking for other men for their wisdom and you're believing everything somebody else says and all they're doing is reading and studying and whatever else, you better get uh-huh. your own understanding. That part right yeah. there, because you'll, you'll follow a fool to hell. Why you thinking they yep. sound good because they sound deep and they know how to pronounce the words and they can exegete a scripture. Or a, no, 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 no. You got to get your own understanding because men yeah. are so fallible. You know what I mean? So quit trusting yeah. what somebody else says. Get into the word so that you know that you know that you know. I love you, sis, so much. I'm so grateful for our connection. You know, it's chocolate. Yeah. We got to sit together. Okay, I'm going to mute. Okay. Amen. Thank you so much for that. That is exactly what I was saying. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. We have to, the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of not of wisdom. Um, you got to fear God. I fear God. I'm not afraid or scared. I have a reverential fear of the Lord. And um, uh, by the grace of God, I, I, I don't, I don't play with them. Um, amen. Thank you so much, sis. Is there anyone else? Yes. Good morning, sister. This is Leisha. And like I said earlier, I appreciated your declaration. You know, what came up for me is when God says, you know, ask for wisdom and he'll freely give it to you. Because sometimes in life, you need God's wisdom to stop doing certain things that you're doing. Because you've tried in your own power, it don't work. So for me, um, I had an addiction to marijuana, and I couldn't break it. So I had to pray and ask God to help me because I couldn't kick it on my own. And then God pointed me to a recovery where I got a deeper understanding of him. So I just wanted to point out the aspect that something we cannot do on our own. So we do have to ask him to give us the wisdom so that we can even get the uh, the willingness to want to stop sinning. So I just wanted to point that out. So thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. And that goes back to Colossians 3 and 5. It goes back. He gave you the wisdom to go to this place, but sis, you still made a choice. You still made a choice. So you could have either stayed in it you, or or you, um, but what you, you didn't do is stay in it. That no, goes back to Colossians, yeah. So that's still right. Colossians 3 and 5. Even though you right. took that step to go to um, to the recovery, but you could have still stayed in it in recovery. You mortified that. That's true. And I've been off of it for 10 years plus, so... I know that God's wisdom and the willingness does work. Yeah. Praise God. And the work. Because you have to work to stay out of sin. Yeah, and you have to make the choice. Right. right. You have to make the choice, too. You have to make a choice. Because like you said, he all gives us a free will, so we can choose to be in it or we can choose to be out of it. That's one thing God said to me just 
and I was just thinking to God about the stuff, and he he said it's it's not it, it it was never meant to be this hard. Our choices make it hard. The things we do want to do, the things we don't want to do, our flesh we can allow it to be so alive and get so far away that it does take something, take some work to put that in. Even in mortifying that flesh, you still are going to have to make a decision to mortify it. Is it going to happen on your first time? Maybe so, maybe no. But you are still doing the work. You are still obeying God's scripture and pulling it in. We are still doing the work because we have a free will. These are some things he was like, ah, I said for y'all to do it. <laughs> there are some things I said that I'm going to do and some things you need to do because he has made us full of power and strength. We have the power. We have, and that's what we have to know. That's what we have to know. We have the power. We are not weak. We are not wet noodles. He doesn't know. Absolutely not. We have that power. Thank you so much, sis. Is there anyone else? You guys will hear some background noise. I am driving. <laughs> Sorry Angela, about that. Angela, this yeah. is Rochelle. I have a question. So when yeah. you have, I mean, when you use discernment of spirit and you have wisdom and you are trying to um, not tell someone, but trying to suggest or give someone a direction on something, but they're not um, receptive to it, uh, what do you do? Because it, it grieves my spirit when you try to teach someone something or tell them something, and yeah. you, de- you see that it's not right for them, but they're in their own self saying, I know, and I got it, and I could do this. What do you do when you know what you know, what God has given you to say to them or do for them? Um, what do you do? Do you step back in in the midst of continuing to pray and talk to the Lord about them? But what do you do for them when you see them headed in the wrong direction? Just what you said. You give people what God has given you for them. You give them that wisdom. And if you're able to tell them, you know, hey, brah, hey, sis, you know, this is what I God gave me to give to you. And what you're doing right now is it's not going to lead you in the right way. There's nothing you can do but step back. You still pray. You still keep them before the Lord, but you have to step back because we are not God. Everybody has a free will. And as my grandmother and I'm sure a whole bunch of other people, mothers would have said, by and by, you know, keep living. There, there's, we, we are not God. We can't run, you know, jump in front of the train for people. It's just like God. God gave them what to do through you. God gave them the wisdom in a matter. Here are the instructions. It's up to them to follow through on the instructions. It's just with with us. We can hear a word or get a direct word. We haven't always followed um, what God said for us to do or how to do it. And God still had patience and long suffering. And he we have even stepped in um mess. We have gotten ourselves in trouble, but God has to allow that to happen so that we are able to learn that lesson. And I and I talked about one of the scriptures that was in that proverb. I'm driving, I can't see it. That was in that proverb when when I believe Solomon was talking about I 
saw the wisdom and um, I saw what not to do. I saw how, how not to be because sometimes a lack of wisdom can get people, I don't know, people will end up in jail. I have a friend who kept warning her son, kept warning her son, and, and, and that's all she could do. Son, you go on the wrong way. Son, don't do this. Son, stop this. Son, this, son, this. And he's in jail. He got like 20 years about eight years ago. So there, there was, there's nothing else she could do but give him the wisdom of God. And he has a walk. And we can't carry that person's burden because of their lack of wisdom. Because we are not God. We are not their free will. People have a free will. And we just believe our prayers. We believe that they'll come around. Lord, I pray that they don't bump their head too bad. But if they do, hopefully they learn from. So you got to let it go. Or you'll be carrying an unnecessary burden when the Lord has said, I need you to release this on this person. Now I need to move you to the next person. And if we're still okay. holding on and trying to spoon feed and, 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 and do that to them, God is like, you did what I told you to do. Now I got other folks I need you to, <laughs> to mold and right. to make. Yeah, you right. got to move on. I think that... I think the grieving part is I always I feel like when they're connected to you, I feel like Will Smith and Independence Day when he had to drag the alien back, you know, how he had to yeah. carry and how he was mad and kick that's what I feel like sometimes when you just like <laughs> you don't get it. I do you don't and I understand you do have to step back and I know God, um, I know he he can change the heart of the king. I know he has the power to do that. But it's just so unfortunate when, you know, it just they just don't get it. And, and I understand. But. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I have a son right now. He just got another uh, warning from a ticket. And I said, son, don't play with these tickets. Pay your ticket. It can turn into a warrant. And there's nothing else I can do. You know, I, I'm, I'm telling him, I'm giving, them, giving him the wisdom. He's going to college. He's working. Look, listen, young man. This is something you've never experienced before. You do not want to end up in jail on a warrant just for a ticket when you could have paid it. And if you can't pay it, make payments. Do something about it. But as his mother, I gave him the wisdom. And I, there's nothing else I could do. I, I, I got to move on. Oh, man. I hope that helps, sis. It did. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anyone else before we close out? It is about 7.20 now. Well, okay, good people. I love you all. I thank God for our declare victory family amen um love you all you all have a wonderful wonderful day um enjoy your day be a blessing to someone else bless somebody today today give them a call send them a text pay for somebody's groceries reach out if you need help in this time that we are in if you're off work again reach out have no um, 
Don't let shame keep you hungry. Don't let shame keep you homeless. So God bless you all. Love you all. See you tomorrow morning, same time, 6 a.m., same number. God bless you. Love you all. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful God day. Bless everyone. You. Have God a blessed day. Everyone. Thank you. God bless you. I love you. Have a wonderful day. Peace.